Welcome to Funny 15 Minutes, hosted by Jake Clements. Each episode we are joined by a comedic guest and we go into the weird and wonderful world of improv comedy and stand-up comedy and learn about each guest's journey into the art of comedy. And I'm here today with Steve Hostetter, author, stand-up comedian and CEO of Comedy Juice. Uh, Steve, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, so, Steve, uh, you have been a comic for 18 years now. Uh, what made you get into stand-up comedy? Uh, no other marketable job skills. I think, uh, I think having the mouth that I have prevents you from having a boss. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, when I discovered comedy as a possibility and realized that you know, the, the boss changes every night because the boss is the audience, then I, I figured this is for me. Okay. Uh, how did your first gig ever go? My first ever gig went well because I prepared a lot. My second <laughs> gig went okay because I riffed about not doing well. And then I made a joke, like I, I even said to another comic that, you know, oh, if I can joke about not, not doing well and still get a laugh, I guess I can't bomb. And then the mm-hmm. universe heard me. And then my third gig was still to this day the worst gig I've ever had. Oh. Oh, why was it I the bom- worst gig? I bombed so hard that I got off stage in less than a minute. Whoa. Oh, gosh. I mean, I do improv comedy. So, like, when I bomb, it's like, oh, I've made a, r- a ridiculous character that no one got and the audience didn't really get. So, what's the point? <laughs> Well, in this one, I, I was the ridiculous character that no one got. That's uh, a lot harder. So following up with that question, um, what's the worst room you've ever performed in then? Um, the worst room I've ever performed in, I mean, there are so many choices, but <laughs> I, I used to do a lot of, uh, a lot of university gigs. And, yeah. you know, those are notoriously poorly set up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just the idea of performing to, you know, a couple students who don't know the show is going to happen at, you know, at some picnic Mm -hmm. tables. (laughs) Um, Like, when they they just came there to eat lunch. Um, You know what? Oh, I I, I have an answer for that. Um, I was doing a, uh, I was doing a school and it was... I, I, so I was having a, I was, I was there with Andrew Rivers and he and I were talking before the show. I have this theory that, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people say, oh, I have an hour of material. And it's like, okay, well, how much material do you have if the whole room hates you? That's how much you have. If you had to do your gig anyway, that's how much you have. And so before the show, we were talking and he was like, oh, I got a half hour. And I was like, I think I got 45 minutes. And so we go and do this gig mm-hmm. and it's a pre Mardi Gras event. And Oh, I love the, Mardi Gras. The whole room is set up terribly, but yeah, but not, it's not good for comedy. And so it's uh, it's the room is set up <laughs> giant tables which focus the energy away from the comic. Um, the mm-hmm. crowd is lit and the comics aren't. There's glow sticks and glowing cups with strobe lights at every seat. There's about mm-hmm. thirty people in a hundred seats, and as we're about to start, the uh, the person who introduces us just tells everybody that there's food in the next room. And so, like, half the 30 people get up and leave. And the show is abysmal. And we get back to the car. 
And Andrew and I look at each other and Andrew goes, I have seven minutes. And I said, I have 28. And that's because that's how much time we did in the environment where everybody hated us. So, whoa, <laughs> what a show, gosh. So you're known like online to like destroying hecklers, especially with your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And you love posting videos. I love watching those videos. Like I just binge watch the heckler videos and it's hilarious. What is the most bizarre heckler you've ever come across? I think it's the most bizarre to me when someone truly doesn't know what they're doing wrong. <laughs> but but the weirdest one was probably in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my first time touring in England, and I had a fan reach out asking me to do a charity show mm-hmm. for a young woman with a terminal illness. And I said, sure, I have the night off. Absolutely, I would do that. And so I agreed to do that. And there's a woman, this clip is up on my YouTube. There's a woman who won't shut up. She's screaming things out. And I'm kind of doing my thing and handling her. And I try to explain. I'm like, hey, this is is a charity gig for for someone who's dying. Like, Mm -hmm. have some respect. Mm. And it turns out that was the dying girl's mother. Whoa. And I was just like, all the more reason. I'm doing this for you. I'm <laughs> here for free for you. Shut up. <laughs> okay. That's the most rememberable one. Um, oh, yeah. The, the most ridiculous, at least. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when you usually do like a seven-day run at a comedy club, like on, on the Sunday uh, show, you do like an ad-lib circus. Um, have you ever performed improv comedy? So that that's actually I haven't been able to do that much anymore because I do, um, you know, I don't I don't do weeks at clubs anymore. I'm usually okay. just there for a night. Mm-hmm. But it is but it is something I did for years. Um, yeah. I started out I started out as an improviser. Okay. Um, when, I, when I was a when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. um, I started out when I was 13. I did it from 13 to 17 years old, and mm-hmm. every every now and then, you know, I, I'll still find a way to do it i mean i i improv a lot in my set with the q a after and the, yeah. you know, and the heck of stuff but um you know every now and then like i did a show at an improv club in sacramento yeah and they invited me to go on stage with them before my set and i was like yeah sure that'd be fun mm-hmm. and so i got to go be an improviser again for a night you know so every now and then i still do it but it's yeah. weird yeah, I do. I've been doing improv comedy for like nine years. I'm part of a short form improv group in London. Um, so before like lockdown, we used to have shows, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the moment I, we, we just do Zoom shows. Which, which, by the way, I will say there are a few things more impressive than truly great improv. Mm-hmm. You know, some, some of my heroes are Colin Mockery and uh, Ryan Stiles and Greg Proops, who I got to who I got to work with uh, this year, which was amazing. Yeah. But um, but there are a few things worse in the art world than bad improv. So much so <laughs> that I have it in my contract when I play a college, I yeah. will not let a student improv group open for me because Whoa. there have been there have been too many times where first of all they invite all their friends, they all sit in the front, and then they leave after their show, which is hardly disrespectful. You're going to leave after the opener, sit in the back. But mm-hmm. also, also like so much of college improv is just them doing private jokes to each other. <laughs> In jokes, and, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, so it's something where like, 
I have made fun of improv groups on stage so many times. And like I said, I do respect when it's good, but boy, when it's bad, it is it's fucking bad. horrible. Like that scene in uh, 22 Jump Street. <laughs> oh, I, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen uh, it's, it's, no. it's an okay film. Um, but yeah, it just the whole scene is just like the improv uh, group just bombing and just it's just hilarious. Yeah. Um, so what's your favorite Tribe Cool Quest track? Oh, good. Uh, good question. Um, there's so many good ones, but I think uh, El Segundo. Oh, yeah. That's a deeper cut, uh, mm -hmm. but I Left My Wallet in El Segundo is such a good, such a fun song. But also what I love about it is I'm from Queens. Yeah. And like when they start off their journey to El Segundo, mm -hmm. like they start off naming streets in Queens, which is great. <laughs> so I just, uh, it's such a, it's such a silly song and I just really like it. Mine is uh, Find A Way. It's a classic. Oh, it. Find A Way is great. Um, I like, uh, oh, also uh, The Business is a great one too. Yeah. So what's the most random place you've ever been recognized? Um, it's always weird when it happens in a bathroom. <laughs> like when you're just at a urinal and someone's yeah. like, hey! And especially because, look, most of the time someone recognizes, they'll, they'll say like, hey, I watch your YouTube, or hey, Steve, you're a comic, or something like that. But if someone just says hello... And you're in a you're at a urinal. You're just like, why is this guy trying to talk to me at a urinal? This is weird. Uh, so yeah, it's de that's definitely that's definitely strange when that happens. Yeah. Oh gosh. So who inspired you to get into stand up comedy? Um, my my favorite comic growing up and still is is uh, Bill Hicks. Okay. Um, I I read you know by chance I was. Um, I read that Rolling Stone interview he did um, when it came out because mm -hmm. I was in a barber shop waiting for my dad and uh, there, there was a Rolling Stone magazine there. So I picked it up and it's like, oh, about a stand-up comic. And I read that interview and I was just fascinated and I, I've enjoyed him ever since. That's awesome. That's awesome. How was it meeting Robin Williams? Oh my God. What a, what a sweetheart of a guy. Mm -hmm. What a horrible loss. Like that... Mm -hmm. He he dropped in to a show that I was producing and hosting at the Hollywood Improv yeah. when he was run, he was running jokes for that movie Man of the People, mm -hmm. and so he stopped in. They gave me a note. I was you know still on stage from the beginning of the show. You know we had just started. They dropped me a note, and it, you know and it's rare they give you a note, <laughs> um, and it either means something horrible or something great. And I already knew the next comic was there, so the note wasn't a stretch. Mm -hmm. And so I get the note and it says, you know, bring up Robin Williams. And I, uh, I do. And, uh, mm -hmm. then I got to talk to him, you know, mm -hmm. throughout the show because I was hosting. So I got to kind of go in and out. Yeah. And he, uh, he was just a super sweet guy. And so the reason I have such a cool picture with him mm -hmm. is because, you know, at the end of that, I, you know, with a real camera, not a digital camera, <laughs> but with a real camera, you know, I, uh, I handed it to a buddy Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, you know, I hate to do this, but can I get a picture? And uh, he gives me a bear hug and he just goes, how about now? Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. So you have a show, hopefully, if lockdown is lifted and people can travel again. Uh, you've got a show next year. 
Uh, you doing a tour? Uh, yeah, I'm doing, uh, you know, hopefully it starts in March and it goes through the year. Mm -hmm. Realistically, you know, I don't know how much of it I'll do, especially overseas stuff, because I don't know yeah. what travel will be like. Mm -hmm. But, you know, fingers crossed, vaccines are coming and, you know, yes. we hope enough people are willing to take them. Um, so, yeah, I hope to be back out on the road. Yeah, because your London show's on my birthday. So I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, hope fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, so we get into the part of the show now, which I like to call Slogan Game. Uh, so this is where I put funny 15 minutes into a random slogan generator. And then I just recite one. And then Steve is going to uh, improvise another one. So okay. this is this week's one. Funny 15 minutes with Jake. Best thing since cereal. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Cereal's good. Yeah, so, pretty good. Um, uh, mine would be one better than funny fourteen minutes. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. So, Steve, where can the listeners find you on the interwebs? Wherever they're on social media, so am I. So, just at Steve Hofstetter on just mm -hmm. about everything, and uh, I also do shows digitally, um, full stand-up shows as well as like director's commentary type stuff and. And uh, a full uh, ad-lib show every Monday at uh, Nowhere Comedy. So mm -hmm. you can uh, get tickets to any of those at NowhereTime.com. Awesome. Links are always in the show notes, guys. So if you do want to follow either one of us, links in the show notes. Um, thank you so much for um, being on the show, Steve. Thanks for having me. And uh, glad we got the tech to make this work. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of funny 15 minutes with jake clements if you want to leave a review on apple music or share around on your socials that would be awesome it really help out the show so we can make more 